0: A couple years ago, I made this decision when we went to Disney World that when we went to Epcot, I was going to eat one thing from all of the different countries that were there, which sounded like a great idea at first. I mean, I was having a blast. Like, we went to Germany, and I had a pretzel. We went to uh, France, and I was having pastries. We went to all these different places. America was the best. I had some funnel cake. Guys, I ate so much food. I avoided um, like Pakistan and those places, because I wasn't trying to eat that food. It was a little nasty. But I ate it from everywhere else, right? And what started off as the best day of my life quickly turned into the worst day of my life. Have you guys ever had a sleep in a bathroom before? Like, I mean, you were that, yeah, my girl back there. Yeah, you were so sick that you couldn't even leave the bathroom. That was me after making this decision. It was absolutely horrible. Like, I brought my pillow in there. Have you ever had a moment where you were just like, God? We've had a good run, but I'm ready to come home. Like, that was me in that bathroom that night. I was like, Lord, I can't do this anymore. And it was terrible being stuck in there. People get stuck in the weirdest places all the time. I have some photos for you guys of of people that got stuck in some really weird spots. The first one, my dude got stuck in a washing machine. How do you end up in a washing machine with no shirt on even in the first place, right? That's horrible. They had to call the fire department to get him out. The next one. This is, like, my worst nightmare, being stuck on a roller coaster upside down like that. Like, and I think you can see they had to, like, actually send someone to walk and, like, somehow, like, get up there to calm the people down. That is absolutely horrible. Next one. My dude got stuck in a chair. Like, what were you doing that you got stuck in a chair like that? That is embarrassing. There is no way that you ever live that down. I want to talk to you guys tonight about being stuck, because I think it's really easy sometimes for us to get stuck in different things that happen in our lives. Some of you guys are stuck in your faith. It feels like at one time in your life, you really were into this whole God thing, but some different things happened, and you just feel like you're wasting your time lately. You feel like it's not really progressing. It's not really going anywhere anymore. Some of you guys are stuck in an addiction that you have been battling for a really long time. And you just cannot seem to shake this thing. For some of you guys, it's something that happened to you. Maybe a couple years ago. Something that happened in your family. And this event has defined your life. You feel like you will never be able to truly get past what happened. Some of you guys are stuck in a season. You're stuck in what was supposed to be or what could have been. I don't know how you feel stuck, but I know that it's really easy for a lot of us to be in that place. And I've been talking to a lot of you guys lately, and I know that this is the case. You guys feel so trapped in what has happened to you or what you are doing or what you've been thinking. Some of you are just stuck in some thoughts lately. They've just been running over and over in your mind, and you just can't seem to shake it. Whatever it is that you are going through tonight, I want you to know That God has something to say to you tonight. That things don't always have to be the way that they are right now. And this is the worst. Because I have a fear of being stuck. This is like my biggest struggle. I think being buried alive would just be the absolute worst. Um, and I've kind of passed this fear down to my children. They talk about being stuck all the time, except they don't really understand it fully yet. So I'll be, like, putting on one of their shoes, and they're like, no, Daddy, stuck, stuck, stuck. And, like, they just haven't grasped it yet. And I actually got a video of them saying it today. So you guys can check out the screens. It would be awesome if there was some volume. Hi, You That's it. Some of you guys feel like you're stuck like my daughter, and you're really not. If you would just get up and believe God and trust Him and have faith in this season, I think you could really get out of what you have been stuck in for far too long. The Bible refers to this as a pit, it's talked about a lot. Um, David, King David, often would talk about how he felt like he was stuck in a slimy pit and he wouldn't be able to move out of it. And there was only one way to truly get out of this pit. And some of you guys are in a spiritual pit tonight and it's time for you to get out of it. Some of you have gotten way too used to it. You have made the pit your home because you're comfortable with your pain. Sometimes it's easier to stay in what we're used to than try something new. It's scary to believe God sometimes, but I hope that something would rise up in you tonight that would want more, that would push deeper because the enemy wants to keep you stuck in that pit, guys because there is so much potential inside of you? Maybe the reason why you have been stuck for so long is because what you carry is so significant. Some of you guys have told yourself, I am done with this addiction. I'm done with this sin struggle. I'm giving up. And you stop for a little bit and that thing comes right back. Do you think that the devil is gonna let go of you easily? Do you think that pit is gonna just give up? No, because it's terrified of all of the potential inside of you. Because of what you can accomplish and what your life is really meant to do. And it's time for some of you to get on up. Because what you carry is far too significant. When you are stuck, you make bad decisions. You just want to get out of what you're in. Some of the worst decisions that I have ever made in my life. Some things that I really regret came out of seasons where I felt stuck. I felt like there was nowhere else for me to go. So I just wanted to do anything. And sometimes when we just want to do anything, we get really stupid. And we look to sin because we think the sin will help us get out of what we're in. We just want some sense of hope and some sense of enjoyment when we are stuck. Guys, when you are stuck, you make bad decisions sometimes. And I've been there before, and some of you are living that right now. But it is time to get up. God is calling you out of what you are stuck in. And I know that I'm saying that, but God is speaking that individually tonight to some of you. It's not just a general statement. I know that there are some people sitting here right now that God wants you to know that. Don't just hear that generally. Hear that for yourself. Like I said, guys, I've prayed with so many of you recently. And this is what it has been for so long. You're so trapped in it. And it's time to see what scripture has to say about this and get moving. This is what it says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of this. So let me explain what he's talking about. He had just been writing, this is um, Paul, and he is writing about what he used to see as these amazing accomplishments in his life. And he's talking about how he considers everything else in his life garbage compared to knowing Jesus Christ. Nothing else in this life even comes close to what he has now seen. And now he is saying, I'm not perfect. I don't have all of this down yet. I'm still in process, but I'm working towards it. And what is so interesting about this portion of Scripture is that he is sitting in a prison cell as he writes this. Now, you wouldn't think that someone sitting in a prison cell would talk about how Jesus is the greatest thing that he has ever experienced and encountered in this life. You would picture someone like that to be angry, to be mad at God because he's been sitting in prison for so long. Some of you guys are angry with God tonight. You're mad because you've been stuck for so long. And you feel like God has turned a blind eye to you. Well, Paul is writing to us something so powerful that's going to help us get through what we have been stuck in. But God wanted us to know this. That he used and he can use someone in prison to teach his people about freedom. See, here's what I'm learning. That sometimes God will call you to live something that your feelings and circumstances are completely opposed to. And that's something that we really struggle with. Here's this guy in prison, but he's about to tell us how to get free. See, you can be physically stuck, but that doesn't mean you have to be spiritually stuck. God can still work something deeper. Maybe all of your circumstances are opposed to you being free, but here's what I want you to know. If he can talk about this and live this, you can too. And you don't have to stay spiritually stuck. You do not have to be a slave to your emotions or your feelings or anything that has happened in your life any more. Guys, this is so incredibly powerful. And then he says this. But one thing I do forgetting what is behind. Guys, Paul had so much to forget about. I'm sure that he constantly had dreams of his old life. And he doesn't say that here, but he does reference different things throughout his writings in scripture. He says things like, I consider myself to be the chief of sinners. If you guys don't know anything about Paul, at times he persecuted Christians. He would have them thrown in jail. He would see that they would be murdered, men, women, children. And now all of a sudden, he's living a life for God. And you better believe that almost every day, and, and, and scripture doesn't say this, but, but I know how the enemy works. That the enemy tried to remind him of his old life all the time. He probably was constantly being reminded of what was in his past. And some of you guys can really relate to that. You know what it's like to have those memories play over and over. You know what it's like to have those whispers in your ear of who you used to be. That thing you did those couple of times. Or that thing that someone else did to you. But he says, you know what? The one thing I do, it is forgetting what is behind. And he's also talking about the old life and all the accomplishments and everything that he used to uh, think that was so precious and so amazing. He says, you know what? All of that, all that, I am leaving all of that behind and I am going to do something so powerful. Could you guys imagine if on the way home tonight, I only looked out my rear view mirror. If I didn't look forward, I just drove looking back. I would not make it home. I'd probably run over some people. I'd probably smash into a couple of cars. But you know what? That's how some of you are living your life right now. You aren't moving forward because all you can do is look back. And you're not making any progress. And the Apostle Paul would tell you tonight, forget what is behind. Now, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying don't learn a lesson from what is behind. Take that into your heart. But you can let go of that mistake. You can let go of what that person did to you. You can be free. And you have to give it to Jesus. This isn't possible unless you deal with it. What he is saying here is that I have given this to God. I have surrendered this. And now I am moving on. Some of you are trying to move on and forget when you haven't gone to God yet. And that's not gonna work. You need to go to his throne and lay what has been tormenting you, what has been driving you crazy. Give it to him, and then you will truly be able to move forward. And this is what he says. And straining towards what is ahead. Does this sound like he's, able to do this really easily? That's not what I see here. I see someone that has to push forward with everything that is inside of him. This isn't easy. Can I tell you guys something that I really struggle with, I have a hard time with? I think that life should always make me happy, that it should always be joyful. And if it's not, I feel like something is wrong. Or something isn't in its right place. That everything in life should just come easy to me. And I should be able to glide through life. I want happiness to be my king in this life. And I think a lot of us think that way. We think that we need to always be joyful. And here's what I want to tell you. And I'm not trying to be dark and I'm not trying to be gloomy. There is more to life than just happiness. And there is a joy that Jesus gives that passes all understanding. But sometimes life is gonna be hard. And when it gets hard, and there isn't joy and happiness, that is the feeling, not the thing that comes from God. I'm talking about the feeling that we all are searching for. We just wanna give up. We just wanna walk away. Because it has to be more than a feeling. It has to be something deeper. Sometimes you're gonna have to strain ahead even when it's hard. There are gonna be days when you don't wanna do the job that God has called you to. Everything that you one time love in your life is gonna have parts that make you uncomfortable or make you think that this isn't the best anymore. That's with everything in life. But sometimes you just need to keep moving ahead. Do not think that life is always about being so happy. And yes, there, I'm not saying that you can never be happy. I need you to catch this thought because if you misunderstand this, then you, you won't get the rest of this message. It's so important that you know that sometimes you need to strain forward and you need to keep moving even when it's not easy. And there will be breakthrough. You will not stay in that valley Forever. There will be more mountaintops. But when you are in a valley, you keep going and pushing forward. Because this builds faith. When you choose to keep going, when your emotions are opposed to what you are feeling, this is what builds faith in our lives. And sometimes people say, why would a loving God allow all this? Why would he allow me to feel this way? Because he knows That if you go through that, your faith will become something so much more precious, something so much more powerful. This last week, I worked out my legs. People say God doesn't do miracles, but I'm a testament that he does. I actually did some legs this week, and I did it with my cousin Ricky. And we were squatting some big weight, and I hadn't done it in a really long time. And to be honest, I felt like the weight was going to crush me at some times but he was encouraging me and he was spotting me along the way. Because sometimes God is gonna call you to things in life and it's gonna feel like the weight is gonna fall on top of you. But God wants you to keep pushing in those moments because he wants you to know that he's right there with you. And sometimes it's going to feel like it's going to all crumble down. But can you choose by faith to keep taking the next step, to keep moving forward even when it feels like everything is going to fall apart because God is right there and he's not going to let it crumble even though it may feel like it's going to crush you. It won't because he is right there beside you, not alone. You have a spotter in everything that you are going through. God wants to build your faith so that it can reach others and show this world how amazing he truly is. Verse 14, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You know what this verse means to me? It means hope, that this life isn't the end. This is not the finish line, guys. You can press on knowing that this isn't all there is. And I know some of you guys are really young. And it feels like this is everything. But there is so much more for us that awaits us. And you can have hope in no matter what has gone on in your life. And sometimes what you need to do is you just need to look at Jesus. You need to look heavenward as you are pushing forward. Because what's inside of you is going to tell you to stop. It's going to tell you to give up and to stop moving. But as you look at Jesus... You will be able to keep moving and to keep going. So what is it inside of you that has had you felt like you've been stuck for way too long? The enemy wants to keep you in your past so you can't reach your future. Some of you guys haven't been able to do much lately. You feel like you're just the walking dead out here. It just feels like life is happening all around you. It's just another day at school. I just come home, and I am in the same routine, and you're just so upset about where life is right now. Guys, it's time for you to wake up. Don't let the enemy keep you stuck in your past. That thing that you did, it's forgiven. Let it go. If God has released you, why do you keep holding on to it? Release that person who harmed you, who did that thing that was unspeakable. The only person that you're beating up at this point is yourself. That person probably isn't even thinking about it. Let it go. Forget what is behind and start moving towards Jesus and the future that he has for you. And watch all that will happen in your life. It's amazing as we truly do this. I wanna give you guys some really practical steps that we see in scripture. I actually took what we're about to talk about from David. And this is what he did when he was stuck in a pit. And I think it's so important that we start with what Paul tells us right here about moving forward and letting go what's behind. But here's some really practical things that you can do. The first step is this. It's to cry out. It's to bring heaven to a standstill. When was the last time you really talked to God that way? When you really let him know what was going on in your heart. I mean like you getting on your hands and your knees and saying, God, this is what's happening. And it feels like it could never be different. Pour out your heart before him. Let him know how much this is burdening you. So it starts with crying out. The second is this, confess. Confess the sins that you're holding on to maybe that you have never told anyone else about. And confess how much you truly need him for this. Some of us think we can figure this out on our own, that we can muscle this, but you cannot pull yourself out of this pit by yourself. You need Jesus for this. So let him know how much you truly need him to do this. And the last one is this, it's consent. That God is going to get you out of this that it is only a matter of time. And if that he is truly for you, then there is nothing that can be against you. Let him know that you believe the victory is coming because that is faith in action. It's when you are suffering. It's when you are in a jail cell, but you talk about freedom. It's when you are saying, I feel so overwhelmed, but I know I'm not gonna be like this forever. I know that there is gonna be a day when I feel joy again. Real joy, not the emotion or the feeling that comes and goes, but the peace and the joy that comes from God that I can face no matter anything that comes at me in this life. That is what is available in God. And I want you guys to live that way. And it is such a powerful declaration to make when you can say, God, you will have the victory even if I don't feel it, even if I don't understand it right now. Watch what he'll do as you are bold in faith. And here's what I want you guys to know. Here's tonight's bottom line. When you feel stuck, keep moving by faith. The worst thing that you can do is just stop and give up. That is the worst thing. But if you can just keep moving, even if you can just put one foot forward a day and say, God, this is really hard. I wanna give up, but can you help me keep moving? There will be breakthrough. You won't be stuck forever. That addiction will leave. It can't. It's no match for Jesus. That past memory, that thought, they are no match for Jesus. The problem is so many of us think, we truly believe this, that our issues are bigger than God and we minimize the power of the cross. We minimize our Savior all the time. And I just want you to know that he's speaking to you and he's letting you know tonight that he is greater, that he is stronger. There is nothing that he can't redeem, that he can't make work together for your good. I hope you guys would believe that and keep moving. And just like the apostle Paul, one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, straining towards what is ahead to the prize which Jesus Christ has called me on. If you can learn that, guys, you will do some amazing things in this life. Let me pray for you. Jesus, thank you so much for who you are, Lord. Thank you, God, that you allow us to keep moving. Thank you, God, that you allow us to forget what is behind, Lord. I pray, Lord, for people who have been battling for a really long time, who are just tired, who are overwhelmed, they're they're sad, God, that they are genuinely beat up. I pray that hope would enter their life. I pray, God, that they would know that you are speaking to them tonight, that you wanted them to know that they can keep moving. I pray, Jesus, that we would remember that nothing is a match for you, nothing that has been done or will ever happen can compare to the love that was poured out for us on the cross. And that love conquers all things. There is nothing that we can't release to you tonight. I pray that hope would rise in this place like never before, that we wouldn't be slaves to our past anymore. Jesus, I pray that you would heal that you would restore, that today would be a new beginning for someone in this room, Lord. I pray it would be a brand new start of letting go everything that is behind and moving towards you like never before. I pray that they would feel like a new creation in Christ. The old is gone and the new has come. Thank you, God, that you love us that much. If you have never placed your trust in Jesus before, I just want to give you an opportunity right now. If you feel like you want to know what it's like to be able to forget, if you want to know what it's like to be able to move on, then this is your opportunity. Jesus loves you so much. He created you, and he wants to be close to you. And if that's you, you can just pray these words silently. Jesus, I want you to be my savior. I want to know what it's like to accept your forgiveness. I want to know what it's like to be made into a new creation. I pray God that you would forgive me for all the wrong that I've done in my life. And I just want to follow you now. I believe that you died on the cross and you rose again to accomplish all of these things. Would you help me as I start this journey with you? Just with every eye closed and no one looking around, could you just look at me if tonight was their very first time ever praying that prayer, if it was the first time? Thank you, Jesus. And I just want to Some of you in one more prayer tonight. If you have been stuck for a really long time and you just want to say, Jesus, I believe that you will have the victory, would you just pray this with me real quick? Because that's not always an easy thing to do, to believe in the middle of the storm. But I feel like God's calling some of you to do that right now, to take that step. If you've just been losing more than you've been winning lately and you just want some new breakthrough, just pray this with me, Jesus. I believe that you are the champion of heaven. I believe that you have crushed death. I believe that you can make me new. And I've been losing a lot lately, but I believe that you are my victory. And there will be a day when I am free from all of this and my testimony will be powerful. And i can't feel it right now but i'm choosing to believe despite everything that i think because i know how good you are i've tasted and i've seen jesus heal me let it come in your timing i believe by faith if that was you tonight i'm gonna ask you to do something bold because sometimes that moves the heart of God. Could you just look at me real quick? If that was you, if you've just been stuck for a long time, awesome, awesome. Victory is coming. Victory is coming. Amen. Amen. God sees you and he sees your heart and what you are going through tonight. God, we love you. Thank you that all things will be made.